This is Time Out with You Stadium. This podcast is for you, sports superfans, for you, sports debaters, and yes, you, the sports opinionators or hot takers. We take your calls live on air and answer questions directly from the U Stadium map. Get it at ustadium.com. Join in on the conversation with Brianna, Nick, and Frankie. Time out with U Stadium starts now. What up, what up, what up? Happy Thursday, everybody. I'm Brianna, host of Time Out with You Stadium. We got Nick and Frankie, and welcome to our pre-draft show. I know it's hard to believe the draft is only a week away. It feels like we've been talking about it for like six months now. But we're getting closer and closer. We've got a lot of stuff planned for next week, but we've got a lot of stuff planned for today, including a fun little game that Frankie came up with. So you guys want to say hello, and then let's dive into it? Yeah, go ahead, Frank. Well, I just want to say something, everybody out there. Don't make Wednesday nights a boozing night because Bree went out last night, as, <laughs> as, as we can all tell. You know, Bree had a little bit of a night. So, uh, you know, wake up early on Thursdays and, and, and get the day started nice and fresh and have a nice coffee before 8 a.m. That's that's the Look, key to success. I'm wearing I'm even wearing a dare sweatshirt. Stay away from alcohol, children. <laughs> not a good idea. I'm just <laughs> nerded out and ready for the draft. So that's that's where I am. That's basically where all my my focus has been. But I'm excited for that. No drinking for me, though, unfortunately. You look like such a little like draft boy there. Look at you. You have a little nice little shirt on. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, we have a fun game to play with uh, probably a list of like 20 to 25 names. So this should take up a good chunk of the show. Um, We're calling it the U Stadium Draft Stock Market segment. So the way this is going to work, we are going to rattle off some names of some prospects, mainly, mainly first round prospects. Um, and we are going to go whether we're going to invest in them or whether we're going to pass. So if you see, for example, the way Frankie explained this is a lot better than I'm probably doing. But the way we're going to do this is Trevor Lawrence, for example. If you think he's got a high stock, his future has a high stock, you're obviously going to invest. If you don't, you're going to pass. Pretty self-explanatory. It makes a whole lot of sense. Not to me because I don't know how this shit works in real life nor the draft. So... But we're going to go. We're going to get it done. So are you guys ready to be uh, some Wall Street business investors? Some That's why Wall- I dressed up today. Ready ready to buy some stock. <laughs> I'm, the right. one in, I'm the one in Midtown here, Nick. I'm the one in Manhattan. <laughs> so you haven't been in Manhattan in how long? When's the last time you came down here? I have no here? plan to go back there either. Seriously, when's the last time, time you came down here? Probably ja- like January of 2020, honestly. Wow. Wow, man. Yeah, it's been a while. You live like 30 minutes away. Unreal. I know, I know. Never come and visit me. It was pre-COVID, that's for sure. It was a couple, been there. A couple months before. I've been there more recent than you, and I live like three hours away. Honestly, if I never go back, I will not care. Wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of agree. I'm not a big New York Yeah, it's fan. whatever. All right. Haters. So we're going <laughs> we're gonna to run down the list. You guys are going to give me your answers. Um, if you have explanations, add those too. Um, and then if you guys in the comments obviously want to play along, you can type your response. Some Splash will throw them up, um, and we'll get going. So first and foremost, the number one overall pick, we obviously know who this is going to be, Trevor Lawrence. Are you investing in him and his future or not? Frankie, you want to go first? Okay, so 
Trevor Lawrence, as Bree explained, is a stock. He's like Apple, Amazon. You're buying in high. You're not getting a value there. It's a high stock. However, I am investing in Trevor Lawrence's high stock. I think he will be as advertised, maybe even better, um, ex- especially with the comments recently that are you know, bringing him down a bit in terms of people's value on him. Um, I'm investing in Trevor Lawrence. I am passing. I'm not going to invest. I, I just don't like Urban Meyer. I don't think he's going to be the guy to make this stock go from a very high stock to a uh, gold standard. I don't I don't think he's the guy. I don't think the Jacksonville franchise is the franchise to, to take this guy to the next level. So at that price, not that I would say it's a bad stock. I'm just not going to be buying at a high price and hoping he gets to an extraordinarily high price. So no, I'm passing on that one. Interesting. I I think I'm going to buy just because like somebody commented, like he's the top prospect at quarterback since Andrew Luck, like 10 years ago. Um, And I feel like that, you know, you just don't pass up on that. Um, But I've never really been a big Trevor Lawrence fan. I think he was a little overrated in college, Um, but I'm not an idiot. So I'm (laughs) going to invest. It's a safe Um, one. All right, number two, uh, the future of the New York Jets. Zach Wilson. Oh, I like the sound of that. Are we I'm investing? buying it, baby. I'm buying. That's, yeah, that's uh, worked what, well in the past, hasn't it, Nick? <laughs> that's Zach's Fifth Avenue. Is that what they're calling him? I think that's oh Wal- Wilson. How do you not? How do you not buy that stock? I mean, look, I think this guy is is you know he's the the quarterback where the league is going. You know, he plays a position like where the league is going, like the Mahomes route, uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, I don't want to put him in that category, but I think he's someone who's going to come in and inject some life into the Jets organization that's been so down. I mean, even Sam Darnold is so low-key, low-energy, like that cool California dude. So I think Wilson's going to come in and inject some life, and I think he's going to. With him and Salah, I like the vibe there, and I think that they will – uh, bring this Jets franchise from a, a penny stock into at least a nickel. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll definitely buy that one right now. Okay. Uh, I've been wrestling with this one for, for a while now. Um, now I need to decide. You know what, Nick? I'm investing. Oh, Thank I'm you. Invest. Some good energy, you know, man. I'm going I'm I'm to be a risky investor. Yeah. I'm going to be a risk taker. Um, but I'm investing fully prepared to lose it all. <laughs> I am putting it in and I am fully prepared. It's money. You know, I'm throwing in 10 K. I might not see a dime from it and I will not, I can't get mad about it because I knew with this and I know with this investment that it could go completely South. Uh, the Lawrence stock, I, I I'm expecting a return this stock. I'm not, but I'm still investing. So you know what, Nick, I'll, I'll join you on that. I'm investing in Zach. Wilson. Ride the wall street Wilson wave. Oh Let's go. God. Uh, I'm not. For obvious <laughs> no, reasons. you think Shocking. <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> what if the Pats right. were picking too? You buying that stock? What do you mean for um, obvious reasons? You need to give. You need to give. No, it a, you honestly, need to give some. Not at all. No, you don't I like would, Wilson. I would take Fields over Wilson. Okay. So no. That's. A good I mean, I've said it here. If gun to my head, if I had to put the franchise on one's back, I take Fields. But I think for the Jets and the way it's set up, I I, I like what we're going to be doing with with him moving forward. I think with um with our new offensive coordinator. Uh, I, I just think it makes sense. So, all right, I'm number investing. three, number As three, which is most likely going to happen because I don't think I think the 49ers are going to shoot themselves in the foot with this pick. <laughs> Mac Jones, are we investing or are we not? 
Go ahead, Frank. I am not investing in Mac Jones. Um, not saying I'm not a fan of his and what he's done, but I think when you look back at this draft, you're going to have two, three quarterbacks that succeeded. I don't think Mac Jones is going to be in that conversation. I'm getting a lot of vibes with the the Christian Ponders that we've seen in past drafts that have gone and been drafted a little high and overdrafted. Daniel Jones also. I just get those vibes with Mac Jones. And honestly, looking at his film, is it that impressive? I mean, these aren't throws that, you know, top 10 quarterbacks haven't made before. I just – what is his differentiator in in, in the game? Um, Alabama quarterbacks traditionally haven't done so well. I, I, I don't know. I'd be, I'm still going to say this. I'd be shocked if the Niners take in third. I, I, I just don't understand that pick. But um, to answer that, I am not investing in Mac Jones. I'm, I'm buying heavy. I'm buying heavy on Mac Jones because I what? love the CEOs. I love the CEOs of the business. I love Nick Saban and I love Kyle Shanahan. So I think he's going to end up in San Francisco. I wow. just have a weird feeling. And probably because I've done my research on the on the stock in the past few days and the people that I've spoken with have really sold me on this guy saying like, this, this guy is not somebody who's going to wow you on a pro day. He's not going to wow you on film. He's not going to wow you with things that the normal fan isn't going to see. He is the best diagnoser of a defense pre-snap, you know, reading the defense, knowing where they're going to be before they know where they're going to be. That little subtle like nod or a little head that he that the head fake or uh, that twitch of his arm that he has, he just knows where to put the ball. And he's one of the smarter guys that that's been coming into the league for a long time. I've said since you know since he was playing at Alabama, Chad Pennington, a healthy, a little bit more athletic Chad Pennington. Put Chad Pennington with Kyle Shanahan on the San Francisco 49ers. I think this guy, I don't know. I know a lot of people don't love him. I know a lot of people aren't excited about trading up for him at three. If he goes, if he goes three to San Francisco, man, this is a stock I would I would gladly buy. I'm a big fan. Nick, are there any character concerns there for you? No, not not so I, it's funny. I spoke with like a lot of people about all of these quarterbacks, and every response I got back was like these are like five really good kids and five really good lead. Like they all have leadership qualities. Usually there's those like little things. I mean, obviously the DUI, but that's kind of a one-off thing, but I don't think there's a, a big character concern. Devonta Smith loves him, said he'd rather have him than Tua. Jalen Waddle, same thing. So I think he's a guy that guys like to play for. He makes, you know, he makes enough throws on tape. He makes enough throws in the game to get by. He's not going to wow you. So, um, I think he's somebody that if you put him in the right place, like a San Francisco, um, look at that, that little dip. I mean, obviously Devonta blew by the corner. Nick, there, who but... used to do that little dip there? A quarterback. We used to Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't no, the, 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 Sanchez the is, is like five inches smaller. No, no. The dip is all premeditated crap. I, I don't, I don't buy any of that. His, his, this film is not impressive to me. I just, I, I don't, I just, I, it, nothing there. I'm like. Nothing I haven't yeah, seen before. I Zach Wilson, look, Trevor Lawrence, Fields, impressive tape. This guy, he's he's going top ten, or you know, maybe even top five. I, yeah, I, I don't I, see again. If, there. You, if he was going anywhere but San Francisco, I'd probably have a harder time buying the stock. But based on what I've spoken to people about, what they've said about him, not people like on the street, you know, like fans, people in the NFL in the circles who are making decisions, you know, in the coming draft in a week, you know, it's it's it, he's a lot like. Like scouts, executives, GMs like this guy a lot more, a lot more than the fans do. That's like what I've been trying to tell 
people, you know, in, in this process is he's underrated by the fans and probably overrated by the NFL. All right. Kyle Pitts, somebody who Nick has gone on record saying is the most talented prospect in this draft. He might have the highest buy price, by the way, him and Trevor that's Lawrence. Why, so that's why I'm you have passing. To put that in. I'm passing. And you know I, what? I love I, him. Yeah, I I'm, love the player. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, because I think we're going into the into the draft expecting so much from him. Like you, this is a guy, a stock you're going to buy probably at the top of your list, right? I mean, he's the best playmaker in the draft, one of the best freakish athletes to come into the draft in a long time. But you're going to put him in the NFL, and where is he going to play? You know, is he going to line up at tight end, traditional tight end spot? Are you expecting Travis Kelsey out the gate? I don't think you're going to see that. So if you know he goes to Atlanta, he goes to Miami. I don't know if he's going to put up the production you're expecting with Kyle Pitt, you know, with, with a guy you're drafting five or six overall. Uh, I think, you know, Jamar Chase is a, is a better option because he's going to play, you know, a traditional receiver and he's going to see a lot more, uh, you know, see a lot more balls in the NFL, at least in his first year. Pitts to me is a guy who's a, a, he's not your main piece in your offense. He could be a great supplemental piece, and be a, such a huge, huge mismatch, but I'm not investing top, you know, tops, top dollar on a stock with him. We're getting a lot of comments right now. We have, we have Holden in the comments. What's up, Holden? Holden's the man. Justin, what's up, man? Holden's number, number one Rams fan online. Holden right there. My guy, Legend. Justin out there. Justin drums, the goat, Dan Hackett in the chat. What's up, fellas? What's up, boys? Giving some shout outs in the chat. Javier's in the chat. Guys, give it that thumbs up. You guys rock. Thanks for joining us on the show. Um, I don't Javi know why. Here? You here? There you go. Yeah, Javi, where, where are you at, man? We have, to, we, have to get Javi in the, we have to get him in the chat in the on the show one day. Out of the chat on the show. We got to do a quick roll call. That's all. All right, with Kyle Pitts, I am not buying the stock. However, it's going to be a regret of mine down mm -hmm. the line. I just know it. We're we're saying now we're not going to buy the stock, and then down the line. We're going to look back, Nick, I think, and the receipts are out there with what we just said, and we're going to regret not buying the stock. But why I'm not buying the stock is he needs to be – well, actually, he's just a unique player that we've never seen before at the position. So mm -hmm. I always get weary of guys doing things at positions that we've never seen before. He may reinvent the tight end position for years to come. Um, but I'll give an example on the defensive side. I remember Deion Jordan when he was coming into the draft. He was looked at as a hybrid linebacker, defensive end, could play, could play um, uh, edge, could even line up at like a uh, you know a new school safety role. Like he could play anywhere on defense. He was that fast and aggressive. Players like that, you have to be careful because when you don't have a true position in football, it's tough to know exactly where to line you up. Um, so. I if they line him up at tight end, is he going to be strong enough to get off the line versus usual jam coverage? Or is, is he not going to be able to run block? And then that puts the offense in a predicament when he's on the field because you know he's it's going to be a pass. So the offensive coordinators don't want him lined up at tight end. If he plays wide receiver, is he really a wide receiver? So that's my whole thing with him. But he may reinvent the position. He's so good, though, man. I love that player. Yeah, I mean, looking I just, at this tape, I, I just think like, I'm thinking too what? short term. I know I think I'm too. I'm thinking too short term with him. I think he'll get into the league and and wherever he goes, that coach is going to have a guy who can do anything, and it's like a piece of clay that you can mold um, 
into like this crazy mismatch. Like you won't be able to find a better mismatch. And yeah, even, even what conflict said, you know, similar to, to Darren Waller, who now is a, is an absolute stud. So, you know, a little bit more athletic Darren Waller would be, God, such a gadget you could, you could use in an offense. So um, yeah. not to knock this guy at all, but anyway, I, I, I digress. Yeah. And Dan, just bringing up Dan Hackett's comment, I, uh, I I agree to an extent with what you're saying. I am comparing an offense to a defense. I'm, I'm just saying they're shattering the mold at their position. He's going to have to shatter the mold at his position, Kyle Pitts, I think for you to get the value that you're expecting from him. And it looks like he's going to go top five. I still think he's going to go top five, Nick. I think he's the first mm-hmm. uh, non-quarterback taken uh, in this Similar draft, to Isaiah so. Simmons last year, too. He struggled with Arizona. You know, yeah, was, these guys struggle. Yeah. yeah. Remember, what's his name? O.J. O- o- Howard, tight end. Yeah. I mean, he was coming in as this freakishly athletic tight end, and they still don't know where to put him. He really is not a run blocker. He's fast, but he's not that fast. This guy is that fast. So Yeah, but. it's such a hard position. The, the, trans, you know, the transition from college to the NFL at tight end is, besides for quarterback and maybe corner, it's like one of the hardest positions to transition and, and expect – you know, production right away. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up and, and how they use him, you know, in the first year. Yeah. All right. We ready to move on? Yeah. Let's do sorry. it. Okay. Yeah. So we can move quicker on these next ones. That was a, because that was a little because long this with whole, me. this whole segment is about receipts. This next guy, we have receipts from uh, Frankie from when we first started this show. Um, saying that he would want to take him number two overall. Does Pitt. anybody else remember oh. this? Who said oh. that? Pitt. You said this. Panay oh, Sewell. Oh, yeah. well, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. We're saying that we're talking. We're making this a receipt segment. I have the receipts. So here we go. This is who we're talking about. Invest or oh, not? Yeah, Frank. I have a man crush on Panay Sewell. <laughs> <laughs> this is my homie. This is the guy I'm, I'm, I'm getting real wasted with. And then at the end of the night, we're walking back arm in arm. Just, just, just loving up on each other, some bro love. Um, oh my God, Panay Sewell, I'm on you, Frank. Yeah, I know. Then they got, uh, then they got, uh, <laughs> they got Greg Robinson, Warmack, Yeah, um, but uh, no, Panay Sewell's my guy. Um, I'm a huge fan. I am buying the stock. I am buying it big. I'm, I'm, I'm going a big buy order with Panay Sewell. Um, he's amazing. I think if he was in another draft, we might be talking about him being the number one overall pick. Um, he's really that good. Look at how he moves. He's balanced. He's he's a monster, literally. Um, so whoever gets him is going to get a, a perennial left tackle. And I like the fact that he's been working out. I've been reading at other positions. He's showing uh, you know, scout evaluators that he's willing to play right tackle and, and potentially if they want to play him at guard, which he's not. But that's how – much of of a competitor he is. Look at him move. I mean, yeah. he's he's amazing. I'm buying Panesul all day. Yeah, I'm buying I'm buying him because I'm buying. I always buy offensive line stock. I will never not buy offensive lineman stock. I think in this league, if you if you think you have enough offensive linemen, you got to buy another offensive lineman. So I love this guy. I agree with you, Frank. I wish the Jets were in a position that they didn't have to take another quarterback because I would be all over this guy. Um, and if the Bengals do not take him five overall and they take a receiver, they should probably be kicked out of the league. But regardless, I'm, I'm buying the stock. I'm buying it heavy, and I will buy every offensive lineman you put up there, uh, especially in this draft. I love this offensive line class. If the Bengals don't <laughs> Justin, I agree. 
If the Bengals don't end up taking him, poor Joe Burrow's knees are you're gonna hear them scream all the way. Yeah, but no, T. Higgins, T. Higgins has shown plenty to to be a guy they do not need to take a receiver. They can get one in the second round. Don't worry about it. Get this guy. I'm investing too. I love a good offensive lineman. It's that simple. Um, okay, back to the quarterbacks. Trey Lance. What are we doing with him? Selling too risky. That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm buying. I'm buying. I think uh, he has the makeup. Eventually, I think he'll be he'll be really good. He reminds me of uh, Jordan Love a little bit, who I really liked out of college. So, um, by the way, Bree, you know what I heard about Jordan Love? You know, your 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 Patriots might have a, a draft day Please trade don't. in line with the Patriots. <laughs> Trust me, he's not as bad as people think at this point. I, I'm I'm telling you, Jordan Love's pretty good. He reminds me of Jordan Love a lot. I like both of them. So I saw the, I saw the tweet. I saw who it came from. It's so on garbage being completely wrong that Jordan loves a little thicker though with the two C's boy. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. With the two C's. Um, I am, I'm going to invest in Trey Lance with the stipulation that he red shirts for a year. You get him in a good system. He sits and he learns for a solid season with a good coach, a good uh, not necessarily good, but a serviceable quarterback ahead of him who he may be even able to take over at the end of the season. I'm, ta- I'm taking him. I think he has more upside than people think. Dan's buying. Buying. He'll be the best quarterback in the draft when all is said and done, especially in Atlanta with Arthur Smith. Let's Justin's buying. All right, Justin. You wow, buying. I'm out of the limb by myself here. Who else is buying? I don't, I don't dislike Trey Lance. All right, Nick, we have a question for you from Holden. Nick, would you rather have Jordan Love or Jared Goff? You could put anybody before Goff, and I would take anybody. <laughs> All right, I, I would take Nick, Jordan Love. Cam, Cam Newton or Jared Goff? I will take Cam because I Cam know Newton. what to expect. I don't know Nothing. about that. I don't uh, want Goff. Anywhere. Honestly, I think if team. it's between Cam and Goff, I think I'm taking Cam. Pro- I mean, I'm I taking Goff. Take I'm Goff, Goff too, actually. I don't Goff, know. At yeah. least he could throw the ball down the field a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about Jared Goff that, like, I can't. There's I, nothing there's just... about Jared Goff. That's that's his problem. That's there's nothing to him. What it is. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing to him. He is the wettest noodle in the NFL, like you'll ever find. <laughs> so. No, thank you. Oh man. All right, uh, another quarterback. This one is uh, – he's a big topic of conversation right now. Uh, Justin Fields. What are – he's been rumored to be tied to a lot of places, the Patriots being one of them. Um, what are we doing with him? This one's interesting, I think. This ding, 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 ding. I'm at the NASDAQ on the ticker. Buying, buying, buying. I am <laughs> Man, buying. you're throwing money out. I am throwing yeah. it all. Frank, between let me get him, some of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Between him and between him and Panay Sewell, I'm gonna have to close my Venmo account or they're gonna close it on me. So <laughs> no, it I am buying Justin Fields all day, all night, most uh underappreciated a- uh asset or uh quarterback in this draft class. I don't understand what it is with people that they want to find all these reasons for Justin Fields not being an exceptional talent a leader, a winner, a big-time uh, playmaker in big games, um, someone who's overcome adversity, switched schools, played through injury, uh, had one of the best precision passing rates by all the next-gen stats, um, uh, breakdowns that, that you can find. I mean, he's amazing. I don't, know, I don't know what else you want. I think he's a better prospect coming out than 
than Lamar Jackson was. I think he's, he's better coming out than even Jared Goff was, who we're just talking about. Why was Jared Goff the first overall pick and this guy can't be the first no overall idea. pick? Does that make any sense to anyone? Why was Carson Wentz the, uh, the second pick and, and, and this guy pro- might go out of the top 10? It's, it's ridiculous. So uh, Sam Darnold was dra- is going to get drafted higher than he is. Justin Fields, whoever gets him, you're, you got yourself a winner for a long time. And he's going to go to a team that's better than teams selecting in the top five. He'll go to a team that has some, some assets and, 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 and some, some foundation to them that he'll be able to play well, similar to what Herbert did last year when he got drafted. So I'm, I'm big on fields, huge. Yeah, I mean, if I have to stay consistent, if I'm selling Lance, I'm going to sell fields too, just because I, I might be too influenced by what I've heard from people like, you know, just talking throughout like different talking to different people. And like, they are very worried about this guy at the next level. And it makes sense. You know, the release, the slow, you know, slow release, the locking on to, to, to one read. I don't think it's, that's like, I don't think that's like a death wish to be honest with you. I think that's something a good coach can coach out of you, but I don't want to have to have somebody coach a bad habit out of you already. If I'm investing in a high stock. So for that reason alone, I feel like what's that uh, shark tank for that reason alone. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm investing just because of all the talk that he might be headed to new England. I don't want to be that asshole that completely just trashes the guy that might be the future. Um, oh, so it's a Homer buy. And for that alone, I'm in. You have, you have my investment, Mr. Fields. Um, okay. Receivers. This one is interesting because we've had a lot of good receiver talk, especially the sec boys. Um, so let's start with LSU, uh, Jamar chase, who is arguably the best receiver in this draft. Buying absolute animal. Uh, I think he's going to be a top 10 receiver, like right out of the gate. I think he's going to have a, a huge rookie season depending where he goes, obviously, but I think he makes your quarterback better. I think he's a, an explosive player, but he does everything really, really well. There's no weakness in his game. Um, I don't think he's going to – I think there's, like, no chance he fails in the NFL, so I'm buying it heavy. I'm buying as well. Um, I am worried about a few things, however. He didn't play last year, um, A. And, B, he's only six foot. So he looks taller than he is when he plays. So he's not uh, not a big receiver necessarily. So a little a little weary on on those things. But um, overall, uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm buying as uh, as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm 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 still a little bit worried about those two things. I can't get those out of my head. I thought looking at his uh, you know his 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 measurements, I actually thought he was taller when he was came in at six foot flat. I'm like, oh. It's a little little short for a guy that looks like he's bigger, which is a good thing. But um, you get a little ankle or something, you don't have that size. It, it, it can hurt you a bit. But but that's but that's it. I mean, everything else, he's he's exceptional. So I'm buying also. But I'm not buying big. I'm not putting in a lot of money on Chase, honestly, because his stock is high. We're talking uh-huh. about players that are deemed these perennial top five uh, talents at their position over the last even 10 years, Chase, Lawrence, Sewell. These are, this draft's amazing, by the way. We're talking about guys that if they were, if they were in any other years, they're, they're all going top three, honestly, literally there's like six or seven guys in this draft that would go top three in other years. And I think. So I think I'm with you, Frank. I think I'm going to buy, but I'm going to, you know, maybe $10. 
Just that's <laughs> it. Just that. Yeah, well, we need to pay. Pay. Brady, we're not a lot paying of money you to enough. Begin I, with. I, I don't know. So, <laughs> Ten dollars. You know, toss a little bit more my way. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Add a few more zeros to that. Kind of for that's a Robin Hood account, they'll give you five dollars to sign up. So you do you do fifteen. Yeah. It's cheaper oh, than yeah. Frank's but... OnlyFans subscription. But... <laughs> We, this is gonna go down a rabbit hole that Nick, it doesn't need to Nick, go have down. you ever Nick l- Nick, you have to be honest here. You have to Always. be hundred percent honest. I know um, your wife watches the show. I'm scared. No, she's not. Nick, have you ever logged in to OnlyFans or like looked at no, the website? Never. You've never I don't gone even, to OnlyFans. I couldn't tell you what color the logo oh, is. Oh yeah. I, I swear I to God. I don't buy it. Bree, what do you think? Right. Are you telling the truth? I don't buy it. Has I Nick ever went it. to OnlyFans? The- I'm telling well, you, Nick's, there's no Nick's reason to tech. because Nick's it's on not social like... media all day. He's never been on. I think Only you fans. asked me to look into into it for like <laughs> you know, the, subs- the subscription model, and I still didn't even do it. <laughs> uh, that, that's a lot. I do. Been, I have looked it. into Patreon, though. I do know that. I don't know if that has any kind of like <laughs> innuendo either, but kind of yeah. close, not the same. <laughs> Just like I never I saw just... any of the dating apps either. I, I couldn't tell you what color the logos are. Is I'm a big logo guy. Girls I went to college with that made them. So like I did a little, you know, snooping one day to see just because I'm, I want to know I'm nosy. Um, you can't even, you can't, you click the link and you have to pay as soon as you get there. So like what the oh, hell? So they don't let you browse? Yeah. What the hell's the point of clicking the link? Yeah. I don't know. This is going to go way too far than it really we had a, we, had an, we, had, we had an intern on you stadium that um, I'm not going to disclose his name. But he uh, comes up to me one day and he goes, Frankie, I have something for you. He's like, we're doing subscriptions, right? Like we're, we've introduced subscriptions on the app and we're looking to do some, some more stuff with them. He goes, I have 15 OnlyFans accounts that I bought through this third-party site. And you can use their username and passwords. So we logged in. We just logged in to look at the site. We're looking at how the subscriptions are set up. This is the stuff you do. But um, he's like, he has like 15 just generic username and passwords that you can use. And they have subscriptions set up on there. So the answer is I've been on only, huh? What did he win a contest or something? No, it's like these third party sites you go to. Like Uh, uh, it's like a site in Germany that they hacked some usernames and passwords and you could just like buy these accounts. You could do it for Netflix. You can do it for Amazon, for Amazon Prime. It's 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 like a there's a market for this. Nick, this you're in tech. Highly you're illegal. I know it's huge. I, I, I know it's I didn't buy it. Massive. He bought it. He logged in from his computer. I just went on. Yeah, don't come to him. Yeah. Frank, Frank Holden wants to know if he can use U Stadium points for chicken cutlet sandwiches. I, I can set something today. up. I you, had, I had one yesterday. You guys I had one yesterday. What was on yours? I was chicken prime. Okay. Does that count as like, I guess. Uh, yeah, they're chicken cutlets. Yeah. I know, but it's like. It barely uh, counts. It just yeah. hits. It, it just counts. hits. Acceptable. It counts. No. Okay. It's, chicken cutlets. You don't say yes. chicken cutlet when you get a chicken parm, so right. it technically doesn't count. No, but when people ask, oh, what's in it? Yeah, chicken cutlet. I guess some people do say, can I have a chicken cutlet parm? Like, if you're like uncultured I've never slime. actually heard that. Some <laughs> I've heard people say, can I have a All chicken right. cutlet parm? But regardless. Holden, how about this? I'll make this uh, declaration of Holden. Holden, chicken cutlet sandwich, wherever you're at. I, I, do you, He's in does Florida. Holden live in Florida, right? Holden, wherever you find a place in Florida on you stadium, we uh, will get you. We'll get, a, a we'll get you some alligator sandwich. cutlets down there. Go to, and don't worry about the uh, points. Publix, right? There's Publix in Florida? Yeah, I think, I think so. It's public. Next person to send you stadium Twitter Publix a picture of themselves with a chicken cutlet sandwich. It doesn't matter what's on it. We'll buy you the next chicken cutlet sandwich. So 
If you're All listening right. and you have one, send it. Splash has an <laughs> Splash has an idea. Splash, you want to throw that up in the little comment thing? Your your little idea there. I'm I'm, I'm down with that. What do you say? I don't want to be like Michael K and leave like 60 seconds of dead air. So what, what, right. what was he saying? He goes, sixth to 10th place in the draft contest should get chicken cutlets. Deal. Okay. That's a good idea. I like that. Maybe Jeremy could freeze them and send them out. We'll buy them and <laughs> ship them out. There you go. I like there that. We we'll get into the draft contest and what we're doing over this next week. We got a lot of stuff going on, but let's we'll wrap up the uh, the stock market. I think yeah, the closing bell hit one. soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh we've got four more on this list. That Let's and do like it. I said, we're really just doing the top. We're not going through <clears throat> the entire first round because we don't have the time nor the attention span to do that. Um all right. <laughs> Micah Parsons. He's had some question marks around him, but I think I'm investing. Wow, really? I think so. I'm selling. I, I I've heard too many really kind of nasty things about this dude and uh, uh what's, what's, what's he gonna be like and it, there's some allegations about some his only fans account <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to joke around about like hazing or whatever like there's some some ugly i'm sure some of the listeners know uh some allegations about what he did to some recruit or uh you know potential um, recruits to penn state and some kind of hazing stuff and you know and and how much does he love the game? I, I just heard so many. I like the player a lot. I, I remember watching him two years ago, and I was like, wow, this kid's going to be something else. Like, you know, he flashes on uh, in games more than he does on tape for sure, but I'm just too, too worried about the off-the-field issues with him, so I'm, I'm not buying. Yeah, okay, I'm out. On the field, I mean, I love it, but that, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't mess with that, so never mind. Change my answer. There's a quote about defensive players versus offensive players. A defensive player is a guy wearing a leather jacket who asks you, how much are you paying me? And then spits when he's when he turns around and he's walking back. That's the kind of guy that maybe Michael Parsons is. I'm just assuming based on what you're saying. Looks like a tough, uh, a scrappy kind of player. I'm, I'm buying that stock. I'm not buying big. I don't think he'll be perennial necessarily. But I think he moves like a, a top – player uh, on defense he, he he looks like one he's jacked he's got size he's 6'3 245 he, look at him no hesitation it's a good uh, buy low stock for sure yeah he, he knows he looks like a great player i've seen him play a few times this year also and he flashes on the screen so uh i'm buying i'm buying michael parsons interesting hmm. i would i genuinely didn't know that stuff the hazing stuff that's awful yeah i could send it to you after Oh, I don't know if I want to read it. I believe you. <laughs> What's up with Penn State and hazing? I feel like every other day uh, or every other year I look and Penn State's doing some weird stuff with their with their frat scene. I'm like, what the hell's going on there? I don't know. All right. Uh, I'll bite <laughs> Patrick my tongue. Sertain, yeah, please. Patrick Sertan Jr. Selling. Somebody else that I really like. So please me don't too. tell me any off the field. Things no, no off the field issues. I don't I don't see that that dog in him. I don't love Alabama corners. I think Alabama, I think Saban runs these defensive guys into the ground. Um, I'll tell you who I do like. Probably he's the next guy coming up. I don't see that fight uh, in Patrick Sertain. I love the lineage. His father was great. Hated him, obviously, with the Dolphins, but he was a great player. Uh, just so worried about the Alabama transition. Not that they won't, they don't play well, but they, they get beat up. Um, and then they kind of come a little bit used, you know, so you're buying a little bit of a, of a beaten down stock in my opinion. So I'll sell certain. 
Yeah, I'm with you, Nick. I'm selling. I I watch his film and read a few things about his 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 uh his athleticism, and I'm a little bit concerned there. And as you're saying, Alabama corners uh, they get a lot of help out there uh, in Saban's system, so he doesn't do it for me. And I think if he goes to a team like the Cowboys or the Giants, I think he'll struggle mightily. So um, he better hope he goes somewhere that he has some help around him. I'm I'm not a big fan of his. Really. <laughs> yeah, he's like a he's a guy that everyone's talking about. I just when you see his when you see his tape too, things kind of fall into his lap. Is he doing anything athletically D that's Milliner. that superior? Um, I wouldn't compare him to D Milliner. D Milliner was just an Alabama corner that beat up. Um, yeah. I didn't even like D Milliner out of college. Man, we used Hated to argue it. about him um, all the time. So yeah, I, I don't compare him to D Milliner. I think he has a lot better of a shot being successful than D yeah, Milliner. Um, but there's something about him. Soft. I just he seems just not to – he doesn't do it for me. Um, and listen, you know, we're talking about 15 to 18 players we're going through. There's only going to be five to six players. of these guys. <laughs> They're all good like players on, uh, you know, coming out and on tape. There's only going to be five to six or maybe top seven that are going to be successful NFL players. There, there's going to be busts. We just named – just went through four busts, potentially five. So that's how the draft works. Go back and look at other draft classes. I feel this one's better, but – you're going to be surprised. I think he'll be a name that we look at and we're like, oh, he was he was all right. Yeah, agreed. Do you do you guys want to stay in the position or do you want to stay in the school for the next stay, one? Stay in the position. I know who you're going to bring up that Nick loves. You're going to bring him up. I know who my favorite Nick, players in the draft. Nick, who Casey is Horn. Yeah. Casey Horn. This, oh, I was about to curse with, a, with an F bomb. <laughs> this, this, that's a dude, man. Like, JC Horn is a dude. If a team drafts another corner over this guy, it's just they they outsmart themselves. They fall for the Alabama, you know, name. They fall for Nick Saban. They fall for the certain last name. J.C. Horn, even though his father is Joe Horn, but he is just a disgusting, like, he loves football. He's such a competitor that, like, he'll man you up. He's just tough as hell. He's locked down some of the best players in college football. This is the only, only cornerback. Maybe this is the only defensive player worth a top 10 pick in this draft. He's been my cornerback one for a long time. Um, I let people kind of ride the Alabama certain train. I let them ride the Caleb Farley, Virginia train. I love JC Horn. He's coming at, and I'm pissed because he would be the only corner or defensive player. I would be happy with that. The jets took at 23. And there was a time where he was around, you know, going in that 20 to 25 range. You can kiss that goodbye. He won't get past the giants pick at 11. If he's there. Oh, this is tough for me. Um, Again, it's similar to Sertan. When I watch their film, I'm just not that impressed. But everything about J.C. Horn and Richard Sherman loves J.C. Horn and uh, NFL players in the league now talk about how J.C. Horn has that dog that you're looking at when you're coming into the league. Um, It has that swag of a corner. Um, So if I had to buy or sell – if I had to buy or not buy – I'd buy, but I'd buy very small because of what the league says about him and, and and the personality he has and his dad's Joe Horn. And I like all those things. But again, watching the film, something's off with Sertan too. I don't know. Like something just doesn't flash to me. Um, but I also said the same thing, just to be transparent, about Jalen Ramsey. I didn't Who he works out with. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Same agent. Yeah, uh, Ramsey coming out, I didn't, uh, I wasn't in love with because I guess maybe as a Jets fan, we've seen Revis and how good his hips are. These guys only have 
those hips even close. Mm-hmm. So I always look at those hips, but I feel like all corners now are a little bit stiff and strong. So I mean, it's a hard position smooth to play. as I'd you like, know, but um, yeah, yeah, it, it's such a hard position to play. It's a hard transition, and and the league does not do it any favors. It's it, like no, you can't be physical anymore, you know. So you got to be like Re- Revis wasn't very physical, you know. He jammed you, but his his hips, like you mentioned, his technique, uh, you know, the the way he studied, like he was just like the perfect corner. If anybody in this class is going to be like a Revis or a Ramsey, it's going to be J.C. Horn. I have n- like probably more sure about him than any anybody else in the draft, maybe besides Kyle Pitts. But those are my two guys. We got a <laughs> comment right here, Bray. This nice, is Bree's guy, Lu- Luis Sanchez. That's Mark Sanchez's cousin, by the way. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> yeah. Jalen Ramsey loves J.C. Horn. There you go. Good point. Bree, what did you think of Mark Sanchez, by the way? I always wanted to ask you this. You've never brought him up on the show. I feel like you have an opinion on Mark Sanchez. I just wanted you to you know, um, give us your opinion. No matter what he did uh, in the playoffs in 2000, what was it, 2010, the butt fumble is so seared into my brain. That's all I can think about when I see him. When I hear his name, when I see him, anything. He just makes me laugh hysterically. It's one of the greatest. <laughs> so he's He really is one of the greatest people um, I've ever <laughs> come in contact with in my life, even just watching it on TV, because he brings me so much happiness because of that. He so definitely made really, you cry in 2010. Do you think his cousin Luis <laughs> likes what you just said? You had an opportunity there to say something nice. He's a great guy who brings me happiness. What's not to like? (laughs) Yeah, over a a butt fumble. Oh, please. I'm sure people say worse. Yes. Not very nice. Luis, I'm sorry about that, man. Hey, Luis, 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 your cousin, while he wasn't very good, he did lead us to uh, lead the Jets to probably their most successful run in franchise history. So can't take that away. Even though he was more along for the ride, he made some big plays in the playoffs. I'll give him that. Oh no, he said he's on some Louis, I take it back. Don't go. <laughs> oh, all in good fun. The butt fumble is just one of my favorite memories. That's all. And it brings me happiness. So I'm sure it would make Mark happy to know that he made somebody else happy. Isn't that what life is all about? Happiness. Sure. Sanchez right? had a cool TikTok video. So oh, yeah, you said he, uh, he he gained a lot of points in my book with that. I was never a Sanchez guy, but um yeah. I, I love that video. It's like, oh, this is my first day on TikTok. And then the video is like, oh, this is my last day on TikTok. And then <laughs> All right. We have two more. We've went back and forth with these two for a few weeks now. Um, we know yeah. where Frankie stands on this, but Jalen Waddle. Are we buying? Are we skipping over this and saving our money for the next guy? <laughs> I want nothing to do with mm, people. No that are compared to Tyreek Hill. If you have to compare someone to Tyreek Hill, who's like a once-in-a-generation freak wide receiver, what what do you expect? This guy's not as fast as Tyreek Hill. Nobody is. He's not as explosive as Tyreek Hill. He's small. He uh, doesn't have the numbers. Put in Jalen Waddle's stats. This is the guy that everyone thinks is going to be good. And unless he has a, a quarterback that's able to give him the ball and pinpoint spots, I don't. I just don't see it with Jalen Waddle. Could be wrong, obviously. We could be wrong about all of our picks. But I would not invest a penny in, in Jalen Waddle. Sorry for the hate on Jalen. I know some people like him. I'm not trying to hate I him. Like him. I, I, want him. I want him to be successful. I do. I want every player at, you know, to be successful in some regard. But I don't know. Jalen Waddle, to me, he's going to go higher than he should. And is his route running there? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, just, I think this uh, is the one guy. I think this is our big disagreement this year, Frank. So. 
Uh, I like Watt a lot. I don't like him in the class that I like Chase for sure. Um, I, and I have a hard time kind of ranking the 2020 and 2021 receiver class and where I would put Waddle. Um, I probably have to just make a, a decision. I think I like Judy a little bit better than I like Waddle, but I think Waddle could be more successful in the NFL. I'm not I really worried about the injury. I would buy it. I would buy it low. I think lightning in a in a Waddle. That's what they were saying on Good Morning Football. That was pretty cool. Oh, that's oh, so corny. <laughs> Because um, they were talking about the Chargers getting him, the Lightning, oh, okay. the Chargers. Still, but I can see it. Okay. Um, these first right. receivers that come out, John Ross, Henry Ruggs, they do he's nothing not like in the these NFL. Dudes. Henry Ruggs uh, was overrated why? every single he's... day. Because he's a little track runner. That's all he is. He's what totally is this guy? Runs. Look at this This guy's tape. a complete receiver. He can play all, all three spots. He's not limited Jeez. to just a track you know, you think he didn't benefit speed? from playing with the Heisman Trophy winner and, and Najee I mean, of Harris? Course, but he was Matt better Jones. than Devonta Smith was before last no, year. No, he wasn't. So. He's not even close. He's, he's better now than Devonta Smith is. Not even close. All right. What, we'll are see. you? What well, are you smoking there, up, dude? This brings up our next guy. Both of you shush. Unbelievable. <laughs> so I hate when Nick disagrees with me. So here's all right. <laughs> I think there's only one, right? No, I'm joking. gonna. I'm going to side with Frankie on this just for selfish reasons You're dead alone. To me. Just, <laughs> There's too many sidings with him. Selfish reasons I alone. know. Bree's, Bree's, Bree's following the path. Yeah. She knows what's good. Let's she knows. A second time. I, <laughs> I desperately want the Patriots to end up with Smith. And I don't care what I anybody says about his size or his weight. I don't care. If that's going to affect his draft stock to the point where he falls to 15. Freaking great. Let it. That'd be awesome. So I think I'm going to pass <laughs> on Waddle. <laughs> I'm going to pass on Waddle and invest in Smith. For I the, will do the, the Patriots Bree, and Neil Long. I will do the opposite you, with a smile since, on my face. Since Bree joined you stadium, she's <sighs> become a significantly smarter I have. I actually. Or you I have. actually have paid. That more is the. That is a grade <laughs> A plus opinion. That is a. That is a. A, a GM one hundred twenty opinion. That's. I love that. The advanced course. That's what it is. Well, let's yes. hope. Let's hope Brianna has a better track record of draft, drafting wide receivers than the one Bill Belichick does. Listen, if Ooh. it gets me the job. Whoo. That was a dig, Nick. I like that. She one. deserves it. Right. She's dead to me. I told you that. <laughs> Right, I'm selling Devonta Smith if, if that's the next oh, question. Oh my! Bateman is better. Agreed, Javier. Javier is a legend on the app too. By the way, I think he he doesn't get the <laughs> what the recognition. How do you? You're a wide and I will say Nick's for the most part his track record with wide receivers has been pretty good outside of Tavon Austin. Nick, I'm never gonna let up that for my entire. Oh, Tavon by the way, I'm not, today. Tavon Austin, another guy like Jalen Waddle that everyone's obsessed with. That's a small, speedy receiver that can never translate translate into the nfl this There's is a, a lot of them. speedy receiver devonta smith is amazing look how smooth he is you love those smooth route runners that got some wiggle i like devonta i don't love him definitely don't love him i think he's gonna be really good i think he's gonna I be think really he good put, if he puts just a little bit more muscle on just a little bit more weight i wait more than him a receiver <laughs> You can't touch a receiver now anyway. If this was the ninth, if this was 98 and, and you had corners that are holding you at the line of scrimmage, you're Champ Bailey out there 
that's that's pressing you up. The, the, the those days are over. You can't even touch I think a guy he's anymore. Get swallowed he's, up, to be honest. From from who? The corners stink in the NFL now <clears> too. Honestly, there's like four or five good ones. The rest of them, it's all zone protection anyway out there. They don't play man anymore. I, I, Justin, I, think I, I, I hope fine. Devonta ends up with the Dolphins. That'll be great. That'll go as well as your picks last year, all three of them. There we go, Justin. Justin's my guy. Justin disagrees Justin's with everything Nick says, by the way. No, he doesn't. I think he was on yeah, with me the, the whole day. All right. Well, this took an hour. The stock, the stock an market hour. closed? Yeah. Wow. Was, the bells were it didn't feel like it took. It didn't feel like it went too long, though. Took an I hour. Well, kinda... it took 51 minutes. We had some good conversation in there, though. I think we got so. a little sidetracked with uh, an OnlyFans discussion. Oh, OnlyFans and, and chicken pellets. Of all things really weird combination um we what have uh, we have two i guess mini topics that we <laughs> kind of just want to touch on before we um finish off the show so my guy tom brady made headlines today for this the guy. reason <laughs> the reason of going full karen on the nfl and this rule change and i love tom brady i'll defend him until the day i freaking die this was a little bit much. And I understand where he's coming from, but like, dude. <laughs> so with the NFL and the owners agreeing to the rule that expands the numbers. So now linebackers can wear single digits. D-backs can wear single digits, things like that. Tom Brady took to his Instagram story today and said something along the lines of there's going to be a lot of bad football. And then he goes on to say, why have numbers? Just have colored jerseys. Why not wear the same number? This is dumb. I mean, this is coming and from like the most prepared guy in history. This H- is how is a reason, number going to be a difference? Like, this what? is the reason why I kind of understand why he's saying this. I don't agree with it because you are the most decorated quarterback in the history of the league. You are the most dominant quarterback in the history of the league. If anybody's going to not have a problem with this, it's going to be you. Um, but I think in terms of preparedness at the line of scrimmage calling out blitzes things like that you don't say you can't just say all oh, 54 is the mic now you one is the mic you're gonna say mic? like what six <laughs> like, so, so i get it i get it it's gonna take some getting used to but again tom if anybody's gonna be able to do it it's gonna be you shut up it's yeah fine. i agree he's a traditionalist like myself i don't like the rule I don't like football changing, period, because I like old school football. I think, Bree, you said it like I would have 100% have rather the helmet change rule and yeah. being able to go back to wearing retro uniforms. I loved in, I think it was 2009 when they did, you know, all those throwbacks. I love that. I don't like this number change. It's going to look weird. It's going to look like a video game. It's going to look like a preseason game. I don't want to see like, you know, the I guess the linebackers wearing, I mean, it's just going to look so weird. I don't care at the end of the day. But, like, I'm a traditionalist. I think Brady, you can say, is too. I don't like it. But, I mean, for Brady, to, is he really, like, that riled up about it? You don't really see him complain about anything. He's, he's this like, was hey, bad. He, the poster he went boy off. for the NFL. Yeah, he never. He went, I've never seen him go off like this before. I've never seen saw... Brady call out the NFL PA, tag them, mm-hmm. say this is trash, like like You know what stupid. it is? The, the NFL PA, the players don't like the, you know, don't like Demora Smith. And they're trying to to distance or like rip this guy as subtle without really ruffling feathers as as they can. And this was like an easy way for him to do it. I think if if they had their way, they would you know replace Demora Smith. But 
I think it has a lot to do with that. I don't think many people on the Players Association like Demora Smith. I saw a tweet. I can't remember who it's from, but <laughs> it said it perfectly that Tom Brady took the NFL to court and he's complaining more about this than he is. Seriously. The yeah, entire that was a shock. scandal. And then the other thing when it comes to this rule change is if a player is going to change their number. So, for example, if Aaron Donald changes his number, let's say he goes to – 50 99 to 50 (laughs) he has to buy out his jersey inventory of 99 yeah how stupid is this yeah i I hope a lot of guys don't do it i I just hope they're like whatever it's not worth it and just kind of be done with it but i mean i'm sure some guys will yeah actually i don't I don't mind it much for – I think it's kind of cool for linebackers to be able to wear like two or, or, or five or something. I think it looks – I just like the look. I think it looks kind of cool. I'm not a big fan of running backs um, being able to wear those, those you know, high numbers um, or low numbers actually. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just – yeah, I, I don't like it. I think it's. I don't like it weird. at all. Any of this. Yeah, like if if Saquon wears like two, I just feel like it'll look weird, you know. And he's looking at maybe changing his number. He tweeted out uh, the other day, Saquon saying, uh, "Would you guys be mad at me if I change from 26?" So people are like, "Yeah, yes, yeah, I have your would. jersey." By the way, I don't think it's a big deal if you have someone's jersey that let's say you have Saquon and he's 26 and he changes. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's kind of cool that you have like the original Saquon Giants jersey, like a different number. I don't think that's that's (laughs) bad. Am I like the only one that feels that way? Well, no. So that poses another question. Are they going to do like jersey swaps? Like you go to the pro shop with the old jersey and you exchange it for the new. Are they going to allow that? I feel like they would, they might do something like that. They're usually pretty good with that. Yeah. Our it's owner, Woody Johnson, the, a, the cheap bastard really there, he's not doing that. It's a no. really bad example, but like when Aaron, the whole shit with Aaron Hernandez happened, you could bring his jersey to the pro shop and swap it for whatever the hell you wanted. Yeah. It's obviously not the same circumstance, but I mean, you know, things like that. So it's, it'll be, I don't like it. I don't either. I just, I think I'm so set in my ways of, of seeing you know, linebackers in the fifties or the nineties, seeing corners in between, you know, 20 it's to baby. 40. It's like, I just, yeah. Weird. Yeah, I, agree. I don't like it. I love this mm-hmm. comment by Jonah Williams. I could not agree more. My man, Brady's going to end up in an old folks home in five years. He can manage a couple more years with this change. It's absolutely yeah, right. Three more. My man, Jonah, shout out well. to Jonah. Jonah's a man. Yeah. Jonah's, Jonah's a, a goat app user. user. Yeah. All right, let's get into this last topic before we kind of explain to you what we're doing next Thursday for round one of the draft. Um, so what are your guys' bold predictions for next weekend? I feel like we've talked about this before, but let's get this finalized so we have the receipts, we can come back to it. Bold predictions for the 2021 NFL draft. Go. My bold prediction, if San Fran passes on Mac Jones at three, the Broncos and Dolphins make a trade. The Broncos move up to six with the Dolphins, and they take Mac Jones. The on Broncos si- take Mac Jones? Yep. Is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. Uh, he fits he fit, he fit their, their, uh, their style that's of quarterback, that's for sure. Yeah, But he's not making the decisions anymore. It's George Payton, but <clears throat> he's got some influence. He's I have a look. prediction. 
I have a prediction that I, 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 I'm pretty certain it's going to happen, but I'm like one of the only people that know about this. Ooh. This is breaking news on the U Stadium live. <laughs> the New York football giants are going to trade up for a quarterback. What? Yes. Daniel Jones is done with the Giants. It's over. <laughs> they are done. They got Kenny Galladay. They are not putting Daniel Jones out there, Giant fans. It is over. Your Daniel <laughs> Jones experiment is it should finito, be. is done. They are going to trade up for a quarterback. It's going to be either Trey Lance or Justin Fields will end up with the New York football Giants. Where are the Giants picking right now? Aren't they at like seven? 11. 11. 11. 11. They'll trade up and they'll and trade up. Six, six through eight are for sale, right? Four is, could be for sale. Yeah. Interesting. Five, two. I could see the Bengals wanting to trade out of there if they're not convinced on. on, oh, on I think there's, there's absolutely no way that happens. <laughs> I don't want to like shit on your your prediction. Why not? Right? If they if they trade back and they want the, they want dope. That's why. if they want Slater, let's say, and they know they could get him at eleven or twelve, they can trade back, acquire some future assets. They're not in any sort of win now mode. I don't think it's the worst idea for the Bengals to trade back, considering how deep this this draft is. The Bengals probably have the worst pick in this draft, by the way. Considering the amount of talent, I mean, they're going to end up going to have I mean, to get sold with who I would get. Minutes, yeah, yeah I, I agree. But if they like Slater, I mean, it wouldn't be wouldn't be crazy if they traded back to eleven or or twelve. No, I think the crazy part is the Giants, and and they're so old school. Gettleman never trades up. I don't think he ever has, and they love this Daniel Jones dude. Like he's their he's like their, I think it's their over, guy. Nick. So okay, over. are are you standing by this? Yeah, it's breaking news on the U Stadium app. I have a uh, a source that I've uh, I've gotten chicken cutlets with, um, and mm. uh, yeah, he uh, he's told me all about this. So I'm telling you right now, the Gi- when the, all right when the Giants trade up for a quarterback, we'll come on U Stadium live <laughs> in two weeks because next week we're gonna have our U Stadium show that is gonna be brought to you by a special player that we've met before and we know Nick or Brianna, if you guys want to come in, but yes, hold it. I am. I didn't get my bold prediction. Oh yeah. You cut her off. You jerk. I agree with you all day. And then you just skip over me. Nagging. My bold prediction. The Patriots are not taking a quarterback in the first round. It will be in the second round. (laughs) And I don't care what anybody has to say about it. (laughs) I genuinely think that that has a better chance of happening than them trading up for Justin Fields. Yeah, Kellen Mond's pretty pretty impressive, Jonathan by the way. Smith and Kellen Mond. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what's your hate with Devonta Smith? We have to talk about this I don't off hate air. Him. I'm, gonna, I'm calling thing. you after the shot. I, I don't hate him. him. I don't. I'm, I'm trust shocked. me, I don't. I like. I actually really like him as a like a person. He's he seems like a really good guy. He's a good player. I just don't think he's a top ten pick at all. All right, think Jalen Waddle is. Yeah, so we have a few things to promote here, which we'd like to do at the end of the show. One you can see on the ticker that Splash so eloquently posted for us here. If you go on the app right now, see in the little ticker, you click, you know, U Stadium Mock Madness Contest, put your email in there. We will send you a link to sign up, and it's free to enter, one entry per person. First place, you're either winning an Xbox or a PS5. Second place, you're winning the number one pick of your team's jerseys. But if it's the Seahawks or the Texans or the Rams, we can do something else. 
Um, or in three, three to five gets a draft hat of their team. And now new six to 10 is getting some chicken cutlet sandwiches. So we'll throw that in there. <laughs> so that's free to enter. Do it on the app now. Two, we're doing a mega fan mock draft on Sunday at six o'clock. So we have our community of super fans um, on Instagram and Twitter. They'll be doing a mock draft and we'll be hosting it live on here. I think me and Splash are going to be running that on Sunday evening. Um, tune into that. We'll, we'll throw the link up. Uh, that'll be fun. You guys can call in, chime in, and whatnot. And three, <clears throat> the virtual U Stadium draft party. Um, you know that the U Stadium draft party has always been our our crown event that we do. Um, I've had guys like uh, Khalil Mack, Jadavian Clowney, Victor Cruz, uh, Mo Wilkerson when he wasn't awful at football. Uh, who else, Frank? I'm, I'm forgetting a, a bunch of other guys. Uh, Le'Veon Sheldon, Bell, Sheldon Richardson. Sheldon, Roll. yeah. So, I mean, we've had so many guys, you know, come in and out of our, our draft parties. Obviously, we can't do a live one with – Nick, tell uh, them the story about when Sheldon Richardson called you. Oh, my God. What did he say? He goes uh, – He's like, y'all got that juice? He's like, he's like yeah, he said, you got, y'all got that juice? I'm like, what? He's like, he's like that juice. He's like, I'm like, oh. I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of you. It's, it's open, you know, open bar. We'll send drinks to the table and shit like that. I had no idea what he was Yeah, it took, it took a little while for me to register. He's like, that's all he wanted to show up at the event. Yeah, he wanted like a bottle of champagne. Juice. I'm like, yeah, whatever you want. He was actually the coolest out of all those players. He was funny. He was, he was the nicest, coolest one out of it. He was so chill. I was just ch like chatting with him for a while. So I, humble and nonchalant. I remember guy. the famous uh, Snapchat video of, of him and Rontez Miles in the locker room before a Jet game when he goes, he's like, man, forget this game. Where the – I can't say it, but you know, where the girls at basically. And he's like, right before they're about to play a game, and the Jets were terrible obviously. Um, <laughs> I can find it and post it somewhere. But We'll be doing a, a virtual mock draft. It's going to be hosted by Scott Mason from Play Like a Jet. Frank, myself, Brianna will be in there. CJ Mosley of the Jets is going to be here for the Jets pick. So he'll come on, you know, probably like 8.30. And then again, by 11 o'clock when the Jets pick, uh, Hunter Henry, host of Flow Bros on U Stadium, is going to be here. We'll talk with Brianna during the, the Pats pick. A uh, bunch of other guests, NFL players and, and media, um, will come on and talk about the the, the important picks and um, quarterback situations and stuff. So it's going to be live on our YouTube, on our Twitch, on the app. Uh, this is Thursday, probably started around seven o'clock, uh, go through the entire first round. You'll see myself, you'll see Frank, you'll see Bree, you'll see Splash, you'll see Scott, um, some players, some media people. Um, we'll get you guys hopefully into these. Um, I know a lot of people don't like to come and video in. We'd love to have you guys doing that. So um, if you want to come in and talk about a pick, you know, make a pick, you know, what you would do here and there, you can call in. Um, it's going to be just, you know, kind of uh, just a, a hangout for all the U stadium users, our Twitter fans, our Instagram fans. So it's going to be cool. You know, we, we didn't do anything really last year for it. It was a weird year, you know, so hopefully this kind of gets everybody back into the uh, draft party mood. Sounds good. Oh man. Capri, you better call <laughs> in after the Patriots pick. I, I'm oh, going to be on the Patriots yeah, pick because I want to see your opinion. I need to see your live reaction to this pick. <laughs> we haven't gotten a brief pick for the Pats, like her ideal pick. Is it Devonta Smith? Yeah, if he if he's falls to fifteen, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The All Patriots right. are uh, going to draft a no name defensive lineman that yes. always ends up going in the first. <laughs> Probably. Round, I'm telling you, <laughs> Christian Barmore from Alabama. Would not doubt me. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, Bill at this point does nothing to surprise me. I feel like it's I've I've been around enough to know that what I expect is going to happen is never going to happen. Yeah, or maybe um, a safety. So, hey, I wouldn't mind 
I wouldn't Trevon mind. Morig. Could be him. I, I would be okay with that. Zayvon Collins, maybe. <laughs> Morig, Dakota, I know Splash likes him. I can see the Pats <laughs> taking him. By the way, Splash, mock draft today, I, I saw the Ravens taking, guess who? Guess who moved up in the first round all of a sudden? Since I started talking about him, Terrace Marshall Jr. Oh, I mean, that's a great Ravens. They have draft. the Ravens getting him 27th. You should <laughs> Splash be, says no. Should be Why not? Dancing. Come on, Splash. Tell us who you want. Give us the Ravens perfect. Bring him in. There he is. Okay. The producer of the decade. <laughs> okay. I want Rashad Bateman. Uh, you can check out Monday's show uh, with Justin and I for the reason why I want Rashad Bateman. If it's not Bateman, I want Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma. If it's Ooh. not Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma, I want Tevin Jenkins. If Jenkins isn't on the board. Can't have him. Morig's fine. I don't really think Baltimore needs a safety. I don't know why people think Chuck Clark and Deshaun Elliott suck. I, I don't know. They're perfectly fine safeties. Neither of them suck. But I'm not a huge fan of Marshall. I, I think part of it, you have the like secondary production with LSU that he was behind Chase and Jefferson. And then this year, uh, was it Miles Brennan? Some garbage LS, generic LSU quarterback between the years that they're good. I don't know. I don't really see the team was a disaster, Marshall. though. Yeah, that's true. Like Marshall's, I think you can get a player comparable to Marshall in the second round. Probably. So, love you too, Justin. Um, <laughs> so if, if the Ravens, if Terrace Marshall's the best player available, wait, take a wide receiver in the next round, trade down, accumulate assets. I. Nothing against Marshall. I think he can be a good pro. I don't want him at 27. There's plenty of other players that I would prefer to have at 27. And Marshall isn't high enough on my board that he would be the best player available. So like Trevon Morig, I don't really want Morig, but there's a chance that he's the best player available. But I want Bateman. Well, you guys need a running back, Splash. So what about Najee Harris <laughs> or uh, or ETN? <clears throat> I, okay, I've worked with Frankie for almost two years now. I've heard a lot of like questionable things. Your hate for J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, like I've it, give me a like, freaking break. If it was like if I had like if I made a list of guys that I expect Frankie to like, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins would be on that list. And then yeah, we I thought he would like Dobbins too. Yeah, I think he does. I just think he was after like the Bills. Play no, I listen. I liked. I like Dobbins. I, I I swear I do. It's just Ravens fans think he's their solution at running back, and the way they want to play ball. They're not going to want a guy like Dobbins. Their quarterback wanna, is their best running back. They need the workhorse well, back. I mean, they like their every down kind of downhill oh runner. Dobbins is not that. Okay, like so, so 33-year-old Mark Ingram is? What? <laughs> There's that, a reason you guys liked him, though. You're going to want a workhorse kind of back. I'm telling you. You're yes, not going to go into next season with Dobbins. Dobbins is. He's Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> without the name value. How many? What's the most carries he had last year in a game? I know we went through this. I have it up right now. He didn't have one game over 15 <laughs> carries, Splash. Your point? You want to get <laughs> – the Ravens want a guy okay. who gets 20 carries, oh 25. Okay, they want go. 45 carries from okay, the running get fired back. up, Frank. J.K. Yeah. Dobbins is fresh. Gus Edwards is fresh. Lamar Jackson is fresh. How do you stop the Ravens' rushing attack? You don't. They have the number one and number two most yards per carry since the merger. That's not a fluke. That's because Lamar Jackson's there. That's because Gus Edwards is great. And that's because J.K. Dobbins, again, is Ezekiel Elliott without the name value, without the 2014 National Championship, and without the little crop top thing. If you had the imagery, 
J.K. Dobbins was probably a first-round pick, and if you draft him in 2016, he's probably a first-round pick. But in 2020, you don't take running backs in the first round unless you're the Chiefs, and the Chiefs took Clyde Edwards-Lair, pretty good running back, not worth the value at number 32. And the why are you talking about Gus? Push. Why do you talk so highly of Gus Edwards? Also, J.K. Dobbins, I agree. I have, but okay. Is, Okay. You okay, uh, so, you. so you're so you're the Ravens. You love to run the ball. You can run this yeah. option read. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's 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 open open field play. Yeah. It's it's an open ticket. You can rush for 250 yards a game if you want running the option yeah. read. Okay. Why would you want to do that with Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins when you could draft a running back like not like Najee Harris? You have Najee Harris and J.K. Dobbins. I'll I'll give you Dobbins. I like him, but okay. Okay. Why it's would you use allocation? Two- Okay, it's the yeah. yes a- asset allocation. You don't need to draft another running back. I actually wasn't a huge fan of the Dobbins pick itself, like taking a running back. I like the player. He was my number one or number two running back. I am as a top thirty prospect. That's not the point. The thunder and lightning aspect again. Dobbins is Ezekiel Elliott without the name value. Watch the film at OSU. He was tremendous. He has every ounce of juice you could possibly want, and that's why I thought he was an upgrade over Ingram. Check the receipts. I wrote a JK. It's called <laughs> JK Dobbins. Just know its value for overtime heroics. Check it. I said right at the end, he may not start the season, but by the end of the year, he will be a fantasy. He will win you a fantasy league because he's. You know what JK stands for and JK Dobbins? You know exactly what it stands for. JK. As a number one running back, a joke. (laughs) Oh, shit. I think Splash came ready. Dobbins. Whoa. Okay. Anyways, Thunder and Lightning, Gus Edwards, physical. he doesn't lose yards. You know, this is the – he is one of the lowest, <laughs> he like, doesn't negative – lose yards. That's it. That's like, I mean, that's I – mean, He is the one of the lowest – that's your, uh, your positive thing okay. on the guy, then – He is one of the lowest negative rush yards, like, rates. Like, say, Derrick Henry. You're, he's going to have some good runs, so he's going to have some negative one, negative two, negative one, negative two, right? Gus Edwards has none of those. Has none of those. His, like, bad runs are one or two yards. That's his worst. That like that's his that's his floor. That's his floor. His ceiling. He had a sixty-yard touchdown run against Houston. He's a very physical runner. He's great for that thunder and lightning with Lamar Jackson. Lamar on the edge, or you can run the inverted veer, which I love running. But you have Gus Edwards pound up the middle, pound up the middle, pound up the middle. J.K. Dobbins has the juice again. Ezekiel Elliott, but not the name value. And then Lamar Jackson is probably the best athlete on the field most games he's in. Yes or no? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, the, the last point you said, I agree with. I love Lamar Jackson. I still don't understand how you can compare J.K. Dobbins with Ezekiel Elliott. Watch, I, watch, watch the film. Watch the film. I know it's kind of like the Jersey scouting. I get it, but w- watch it. Watch the juice. You know, Dobbins. We'll was see. Special in we'll see next season. You don't see because you. He had the down senior year. He was great as a junior, and he was really good this year. And then again, freshness matters in the NFL. There's a reason Derrick Henry went 18 carries, 40 yards, 2.2 yards per carry in the playoffs. It's because he had he didn't have fresh legs. He got killed against Green Bay. He got killed against Baltimore. That's the reason why Tennessee lost. What, how does Baltimore go on a 5-0 run in December and early January? Oh, because Lamar is fresh. And J.K. Dobbins, who hasn't had 15 carries all year, is fresh. And Gus Edwards is fresh. And geriatric Mark Ingram is getting DNPs. Geriatric. I am... <laughs> Look, they better go and get your boy Lamar some receivers because that clock is ticking, that's for sure. You're about to pay I, I this dude, and he's not going to be cheap. Jimmy Watkins is good at football. 
Like he sucks. Uh, like Sammy Watkins is fine, but he's not the solution to the problem. There are real life people that think he's going to be a wide receiver one in Baltimore. Please, please watch football. Please, I, I beg of you. <laughs> also, also Watkins blocks. I know there's some Steelers fans. He's that fine. To. He's a one year. Oh, guy. really? Snead is a better blocker. Uh, Watkins blocks too. So if you're concerned about blocking, hey, guess what? Ronnie Stanley, he's back. Nick Boyle, he's going to be back. You know, are also they trading, you got Hollywood um, Brown as your number one receiver. <laughs> in the playoffs. Are they trading Orlando Brown splash? Is this like a, a lock or what? I actually don't think so. I know um, it as from what I've seen, it looks like he's going to play right tackle. And I'm, I would actually imagine Ronnie Stanley might be down to play right tackle because I've, oh, yeah, about about I've talked about it on my show that money is one thing. Playing left tackle is one thing, but Orlando Brown's dad played left tackle for the Ravens, and I get that's huge sentimental value. I'm not gonna, never gonna trash him for that. I can trash a player for wanting too much money. I can trash a player for wanting to play a specific position. Can't trash him for following, wanting to follow his dreams. I think Ronnie <laughs> Stanley is a guy that if there's any all-pro left tackle in football, granted there's not too many of them, if there's an all-pro left tackle, it's like I will sacrifice my name value, my name recognition to move to right tackle. And of course, Stanley's already been paid. So there's that. So mm. if we see an Orlando Brown left tackle, Ronnie Stanley, right tackle, I, that'd be like a dream, you know, that's yeah, a good group. So, and of course, right. Orlando, this is his last year on contract. So there's potential for the Ravens to draft uh, Tevin Jenkins, Elijah Vera Tucker, any number of guys. You play the John Ogden role for a year, then kick them out to right tackle. I'm not saying they're going to be as good as Ogden, but that's what they did in 96, mm-hmm. 97. You know, you guys should draft Travis Etienne if he's there. That's what I think. <laughs> Either him or Najee Harris. If you get Bateman, you run that pick in, man. I love it. All right, Bree, you wanted to I say splash. something about hockey and then we'll leave? Is that is that what we want to do? Yeah, but you guys, I mean, I was, you know. <laughs> splash, good job, bro. Don't really give a splash, crap. I, I was, I some was some people might. About, I was just going to talk about how the Bruins made the trade for Taylor Hall um, and also Mike Riley and Curtis Lazar, who are not, you know, not contributing. Um, and they are 5-0, and hopefully game just started, hopefully going to be 6-0 and since making that trade. Um, a lot of people had a lot to say about Taylor Hall. He was in a really bad situation in Buffalo. I mean, they suck. But – He's never been on a good team. He's always been labeled as the locker room cancer, toxic teammate, things like that. So I just think it's pretty interesting that once he comes to a good team, he gets a little bit of confidence. He contributes. Um, and they're on a they're on a run right now. So but this isn't a hockey show. So whoever understood that, love you. And you know what? It's not going to be a baseball show either, the way my Yankees are playing. We gave up three runs already. The game just really? started. We gave up three runs. Yeah. Hey, we can talk Jermaine about that. is though. trash city. The yeah, Yankees are trash. The only good thing about the Yankees right now is that they're batting Aaron Judge third, finally. They finally listen, Nick. They finally have a decent line of Gardner one. Yep. Gardner one, LeMay, mm. you two, Judge three. That's a freaking lineup. About is, uh, time. Why is Brett Gardner playing? playing over what's-his-face? Carrot Top. What's his name? Frazier? Frazier yeah, stinks too. Yeah, Frazier's been pretty bad. Is that Torres playing? Frazier's, uh, yeah, Frazier's batting 171. He's been terrible. Torres has been awful. They need to move yeah. him back to second. They should have never put him at shortstop. Um, they're just a mess. <laughs> they brought up Mike Ford, who actually like has a Mike run Ford. in this game. Oh, the Yankees just got. Whoa, let's go. All right. 
Torres single to right center. No, oh, wow. as, as he was just talking shit about. And the Mike, guy. yeah, and, and Ford, Ford scored on a fielding error, and, and Lemay he's eating right now. Let's go. It's my guy. Let's see. Taylor Hall. That sounds like a like a sixteen year old TikTok star. It does. Yeah, it does. Right. <laughs> it does. Like it could be a guy or a girl too. Either one. Pick whatever you yep. want. No, he definitely does sound like he should be doing dances on a. Speaking of the. Yes, oh. definitely. That's for sure. Well, we'll see everybody. We won't be here at six next week. We will be here at seven with the virtual draft party again. Do the uh, enter the contest. Go to the app right now. Go to the uh, the ticker. Go to me- uh, mock draft contest. Uh, mega fan mock draft on Sunday at six p.m. Virtual draft seven p.m. Thursday. Uh, it's going to be really cool. We'll release some more information on the app and on our social channels at U Stadium. Follow them all. Subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't. Click the like button. I still Frank's line here today. Um, and Bree, send us home. Uh, yeah, we are out of here. Um, like Frankie said at the beginning of the show, don't drink on a weeknight because you will take naps all day the following day and get <laughs> none of your work done, uh, which I did today. So. Learn from me, children. Uh, we'll see you next week. We finally got the draft, so we can stop talking Let's about this stuff every week. <laughs> We're going to be missing it in June, though. We'll be dying yeah. for stuff. Yeah, to we'll talk be missing about. it right away. We do I know. Eduardo, you're, you're a legend on the app, too. Give him a shout yeah, out. Yeah, shout out to Eduardo, the shout goat. Out Eduardo. All right, uh, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next Thursday, you guys. 7 p.m. Draft party. Let's Bye. do it. That's it for this episode of Time Out with You Stadium. We'd love to connect with you and keep the conversation going. Find us on the U Stadium app, the best way to talk sports on mobile or online. Check us out at ustadium.com and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a show.